Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Welcome to another episode of Waterfall Wednesday on the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Nick Johnson, doing my best radio impersonation voice. That was How's bad. it going, Dale? Yeah, good. You're good. That wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think you could, I think you have a career. Could I MC Game Fair? Oh, easy. <laughs> yeah, right. Easy. I couldn't take that job from Ron Shera. <laughs> you don't, you didn't have the, uh, you didn't go full like stripper announcer, which is good. No, it's opinion. a little bit more natural. I've been practicing at yeah. home. <laughs> at home, in front of the mirror, like you should do with your goose call. Yeah, I've been practicing my goose call, you know, mostly Super Mario Brothers tunes and, uh, you know, other random stuff. But <laughs> speaking of practicing goose calling, it is, for most people, the off season. Maybe a gentle nudge reminder to you know, practice that off season. Like everybody says they're going to, right? Yeah. They're not going to, man. I would encourage it. Make <laughs> next season, <laughs> make next season the best goose season ever and get up on that practice. And, and you can, I think start it's fun, but I'm kind of weird. You can start and this might hold yourself accountable because you'll pay money for it. You can start by downloading the goose tech app. Download the Goose Tech app. Get get after it. Proud. Reach proud out sponsor. to me. I'll help you. Of Waterfall Wednesday. All right. What are we talking about today? Well, uh, your, season, your, some... your season technically isn't over because you said you're going to, to Canada in March, right? Uh, no. Yeah. My season doesn't end, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love these like, well, that's a wrap posts that people make. Like, sucks to be you. I'm going to keep going in your honor. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I'm don't just think kidding. Joe I'm just is kidding. Bumming out too much. He, he seems no, no, no. To be I love the off. Time. <laughs> I love the off season. He do, he does an earlier start to me, but me and Joe always used to do a trip in March too. But it's just the states that allow March Canada goose hunting is a little bit narrowed down now. Is New York not doing it anymore? 
No, they haven't since actually the the year me and Joe went to uh, New York in March was the last year they did it. Oh wow! There are still a handful of states, especially in the Pacific Flyway, which would be like Oregon, Washington, California, and uh, one interesting thing about their March seasons is they all end on March 10th. I don't think they have a conservation season in the Pacific Flyway at all. So there's no e-callers and there's no magazine extensions. But you can also shoot specs. Really? Yeah, it's a it's a just a goose season and most of them and a, and a lot of them you can shoot Canada geese too till March 10th. Usually not in California, I think no giant Canada geese. You can shoot cackling geese though. Oh, that's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, you, I mean, you should be able to tell the difference on the wing pretty easy, but you would think. <laughs> <laughs> Spotted was a just big one. What what if what if there's like a shack of the cackling world? Like it could happen. Just a, you know. Then that's the one you don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be a trophy, <laughs> dude. Did you hear that? Um, somebody shot four fucking whooping cranes in Oklahoma. Uh, whoops. Yeah. Here, I'll Google it. It's kind of... I was, like, talking to the... Uh, talking to our guys down there, and I was like, somebody... We were talking about, like, shooting a whooping crane or something, like, how somebody did it, you know... Somebody did it in Florida. And uh, this was a long time ago, like, 12 or 22 years ago or something like that we just curious like did he go to jail how much money did he have to pay and then i i uh i googled it and there was four of them shot in oklahoma this year that's well it's crazy for a lot of reasons but one i didn't think they wintered in oklahoma i thought they did winter in florida i think they they venture around hmm that's a pretty big venture from yeah, Florida so to Oklahoma. <laughs> when there's only no, like... no, no. There's 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 different pockets of them. I think they think these are from the Wisconsin pocket. Okay. So if you Google it, just I just put in whooping cranes shot. I'm looking at the Fox 23 News um, article. Um, there's a DNR officer standing next to in a cotton field, a uh, whooping crane that's like literally as tall as this guy's tit. Like whooping cranes are fucking enormous and it's a injured whooping crane and this one died on its way to the vet and he, this guy has like a sock over his hand like a sock puppet like he's about to grab this thing but it's literally like a fucking dinosaur and this was uh this is from december 20th of last year so just uh six weeks ago yeah somebody shot and killed four fucking whooping cranes i hope they catch this guy or group of guys that did this and fucking make an example out of them because that is fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. I mean, and they're white, yeah? Yeah, they're pure white, and they do have black wingtips, like a kind of like a snow goose, although it's a 40 fucking times bigger than a snow goose. Like It's America's the, tallest bird. Yeah, I believe it's North America's biggest bird. Maybe not by weight, but I mean, the things have like a 10-foot wingspan. Yeah, they're absolutely, like, just Cessnas. Yeah, they're majestic. They're huge. <laughs> they're absolutely huge. But this guy in Florida shot two of them and claimed that he thought they were ducks. <laughs> what? He thought they were ducks. And this story gets weirder. 
this story gets weirder than a guy thinking a 10-foot wingspan, majestic fucking crane, pure white crane, was ducks. He shot him with a 22 long rifle out of his truck window. I don't understand this guy's, mo- like... <laughs> I mean, if you're just gonna... You could have said, I thought they were coyotes. You know, like, something that's legal to kill. He's gotta just like, be an, a legit, like, actual scientific definition moron when it happened he was 18 is an 18 year old kid in florida shot two whooping cranes out of his window with a 22 long rifle and then his defense was i thought they were ducks like couldn't you say like i thought they were nutrias i mean if you're gonna go full retard i thought it was at a, least i thought it was a deer i thought it was a kai yeah something like something i that i thought that was legal to shoot out of my window <laughs> i'd never seen anything like it i thought it was a chupacabra like a conviction for killing a whooping crane can carry up to a one-year sentence in prison and a $100,000 fine per person. And that's just under the Endangered Species Act, up to six months in jail and another $15,000 fine under the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. So the Endangered Species Act and the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. Is, well, that's uh, just a fine, and they can... Um... I think it's pretty much arbitrary what they want to put towards like restitution, what it costs to replace that bird. Let's find out what this dude in Florida ended up paying. That's just because it actually was, it was not as much as I thought it was going to be. Well, I just looked it up in the International Crane Foundation, and there's only 802 in all of the world, and that includes in captivity. Well, now that there's four less now. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I know there's areas like um, if whooping cranes show up, like they shut hunting down in like vast swaths of areas. Like, yeah, nobody can shoot any birds around here anymore. Identification. Adult. Red patch on forehead, black mustache and legs, black wingtips, visible in flight, and they look like ducks. <laughs> Juveniles have cinnamon brown feathers. That's kind of crazy view range map okay so the ones that the oklahoma dude shot came from the wood buffalo national park in canada in can okay they're part of that flock yep yeah so the ones in wisconsin dude they, they're the ones that go to florida okay so it's the wisconsin to florida and then like a canada like a central flyway migration of them yep Yep. Are you on like, are you on the International Whooping Crane website? Yes. Saving That's Cranes. A good website. Savingcranes.org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're based out of uh, a town over by Milwaukee. Yeah, it looks like it pre- their their flight, I mean, if it's exactly following this line is pretty much the North Dakota Montana um border and then follows the uh Missouri. Okay. Like, it follows the Missouri, where the Missouri takes a hard right turn and goes straight south for a ways. And then as soon as it diverts more southeast, they just continue straight down to um, Texas. Looks like, what would that be? I don't know, Brownsville area, somewhere down there? Hmm. Towards the tip of it. And in uh, in Wisconsin, speaking of cranes and crane hunting... Wisconsin has introduced a bill into their legislature to allow sandhill crane hunting. Yes. But as we have just mentioned, 
the International Crane Foundation is based like very close to the Wisconsin capital. And Wisconsin has a large population of whooping cranes. It I'm not going to say it's dead in the water, but what do you think the odds are that Wisconsin ends up with a crane hunting season? Well, I mean, it should be. I, I, I'm looking at a picture of one. Like you can, There's no way you can mistake these for even a sandhill crane, much less a duck. Fuck I mean, yeah, but watch this. The very th- first thing that comes up when I Google uh, Wisconsin crane season. Here's an article from uh, Wisconsin Public Radio. A Wisconsin bill introducing a sandhill crane hunting season could put the endangered whooping crane at risk. The birds cause trouble for Wisconsin farmers, but recent crane shootings in Oklahoma have raised concerns among advocates. Hey, you fucksticks shooting whooping cranes. We're trying to get a sandhill crane season here. Yeah, no you're doubt. not hell. You're not fucking helping us. <laughs> Whose side are you on? I end. Oh, dude. I have had out by uh, out by my mom's cabin in Wisconsin, where I do a little bit of hunting. I've had no less than three landowners say, "Yeah, go ahead and hunt those geese out there, and make sure you shoot all the cranes too." I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I, I will scare them away by acting by by waving my arms for you. That's about as much as I can do. Yeah, which, according to the right person or wrong person, could be construed as. Um, I mean, that could even that act could be legal because that would be harassing wildlife. No, I, I didn't. I didn't say I did do that. I said I would do that. <laughs> Are you admitting to a, breaking the law on this podcast? That's you always say I would me. never admit to breaking a law because I never have broke any law right. ever. So that happened to me, too. And um, it was we were hunting snow geese. We we're like in northern South Dakota and stopped and asked permission for this field and the farmer's like absolutely you should shoot those hawkers and specks too we're like yeah um we're, you mean cranes we're gonna pass on that no but it was just funny how it's like the oh similar... you mean oh i'm sorry i misunderstood your story yeah, yeah no 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 it had nothing yeah. to do with cranes but it was like the same thing the guy's like nope shoot them all it's like um that'd be nice but yeah no we're gonna go ahead and pass on that i don't think we shot any snow geese that day anyways I have a weird uh, getting permission in South Dakota for Spring Snow Goose story. One time I had found, like, the epicenter. I was rolling solo. I had, like, five or 600 socks on me uh, and, a, and an e-collar. And I, I had found exactly where I wanted to set up. This spot was juicy. And I go up to the only house around. As I'm walking to a, the door, a guy comes walking out, going to his truck, and I'm like, "Hey, how you doing? My name's Nick. I, I'm from Minnesota, out here trying to shoot some snow geese. Uh, I was wondering if I could hunt that that cornfield." And he goes, "That one over there." I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Absolutely. Get rid of those fucking snow geese." And I'm like, "Awesome, man. All right, just to let you know, I'm gonna set up a, uh, I'm gonna set up my spread. I'll be out there um, tomorrow, and uh, and then I'll come talk to you and tell you how many I get." And he goes, "Decoys?" He goes, "Oh, hell no, hell no." I said you could go shoot them. I don't want you putting decoys out there and attracting geese into my cornfield. Oh, my God. And then I stammered. I was like, up, up, up. And then as he, I'm stammering, he gets into his truck, and he's like, all right, well, have a good day. And he drives away. Not, like, immediately, as soon as he drives away, I'm like, 
I, I thought of my rebuttal, you know, like, oh, as long as I have a fucking goose decoy out there, there won't be a single fucking goose that's alive in your cornfield. I won't just jump them once, bang, 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 and then they all come back. I'm going to keep them out of there right. for days. But I couldn't think of that because my mouth was on the driveway. <laughs> 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 and I had just invested like two days scouting this shit and finally had found it. And I'm like, can I hunt it? He goes, you go right ahead out there, sir. I'm like, yes, yes. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put decoys. And he's like, nope, shutting you down. Absolutely not. Fuck you. I got to go. And I was like, uh, uh, you know, wait, it just, wait, what just happened? It, it hurts so bad. <laughs> it, it just came out of nowhere. I just, I couldn't think of a response fast enough. But as soon as he pulled out of his driveway, of course, I was like, fuck, uh, now I know what I want to say. Yeah, come back. And uh, no, I never ended up, I didn't even jump shoot him. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> I just drove away from it. Like, I want to forget that happened. I, I mean, I kind of follow the logic, but not really. No, like he wanted me to get the geese out of the field right now, as if by me being there with decoys, I was just going to let geese mill around me all day, right, which that... is exactly what I do for Canada geese. <laughs> Clearly, you've never hunted over decoys before, sir. <laughs> I have one guy who let me hunt on a sod farm, and uh, he goes, so how'd you do out there? And I, uh, I said, I shot... I shot two geese. He goes, two? He goes, God, seemed like you had geese all over you all day. I'm like, oh, I did. Yeah, I was just, you know, letting them walk around and looking for ones with bands on their legs. But yeah, I didn't see any. I ended up shooting two to make some burritos tonight. And he goes, you were doing what? I said, oh, it's, like tro <laughs> it's like trophy hunting. Like I'm passing on all the spike deer to get the big 10-pointer. I'm looking for trophy geese. I'm trophy hunting these geese. And he goes, Dude, I let you hunt out there because we don't like the geese pooping on the sod that we sell. I was like, I did not think of that. <laughs> Oops. I said, I will take that into consideration and I won't do that again on your property. I'm, uh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. I mean, see, you know, that one makes more sense. Like, I, I Right, I, that I one get, definitely like, makes sense. Like, listen, dude, we're here to scare them. Like, yeah, but... The other Here one he is thinking like, oh, nice, uh, a guy's going to go out there and, you know, shoot some geese. There won't be any geese pooping on that part of the field tomorrow. Wrong you are, sir. Yep, <laughs> there wrong will be geese. There will be geese comfortably pooping out there all day with me looking at them and making Snapchats. You educated them in that it's a safe place to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am uh, I'm uh, packing up and getting ready for my Mexico adventure. I'll be leaving oh, tomorrow morning. Right. So, oh my, my season is far from over, good sir. I will be... I actually had to go out and find some uh, bug spray and some, uh, like, uh, sunscreen today. That's not easy to find. In, in February in <laughs> yeah, in Yeah, February 8th in Minnesota. It's a little bit, it's a little bit scarce. I had to go to REI. <laughs> Did they look at you funny when you put them on the counter? Yeah, because I just bought that in a cliff bar. <laughs> <laughs> The nut butter cliff bar got me on the way out. So I'm literally buying, yeah, I'm just buying bug, like bug spray, sunscreen, and a cliff bar. Like, why did this guy come here today? Like, oh, that's funny. Are you buying drugs in the parking lot, sir? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. 
if you're se- are you selling drugs <laughs> yeah, in the parking lot right. <laughs> i wasn't planning on it but Wait, i mean i are you a cop <laughs> but uh yes i'm excited to go and i uh how many days I, are you going i'm hunting for three days i'll be gone for five days that's so cool and so i'll be returning next monday which is next valentine's day which i believe um technically and legally gets me out of doing anything for valentine's day because i'll be coming home late february 14th and I'm pretty sure my wife will be totally cool and accepting of the fact that we're doing nothing. And no. I didn't do anything because I was gone. That's how it works in this country. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know our culture. I get to say whatever I want it to be. I don't know. Nobody does that in America. That's weird. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm kind of excited to have a wife that speaks Spanish, though, too. Because if I want to get some good stories out of the guides, I'll call her and be like, I need you to be a translator with this duck guide. I was going to say, you should just bring her with you. No, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Key to a happy marriage. I think you're missing the point of a Mexican duck hunting cocaine (laughs) prostitute trip. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize. I can't see you. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that the duck hunting was in air quotes. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, It, it sounds like, uh, I'll have stories about it, but I'm going in kind of intentionally with low information because I, I don't care. Um, but I do believe we're going to be staying like on site at a lodge in a very rural area. Like, I mean, I'm not going to be doing any drinking or nothing. I, uh, Phil told me last year that they cooked all, like almost all the ducks that we shoot, like give them to some of the employees. And then we eat all the ducks that we're killing every day. And he said they cook them up fucking awesome. Oh, I bet. And so he said the chefs kick ass. We're going to hunt ducks and hunt doves for three days. And, uh, it's basically like an in and out trip, so I won't. I mean, a trip like that, I'm. Yeah, a guy wants to, you know, it's a vacation. A guy kind of wants to tip back a little bit of whiskey, but I, I'm not there to drink whiskey. You know what I mean? Like, definitely there to, to soak up as much hunting and and uh, shooting as many species as I can. Yeah, when the sun goes down, though, I mean, what are you gonna do? I'm probably going to have one drink and go to bed so I feel good the next day. <laughs> Lame. I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm fucking 34 years old, man. Like, I can stay home and drink. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, if you're not going out with like a huge crew of people, you know, party crowd. Who else? Is- I say this. I say this. We'll prob- probably stop at the Mexican pharmacy immediately. I'm buying 100 Xanax bars. <laughs> they sell my cliff bars down there i think so and then uh then i'll be just hit just clearing the bar out of booze won't do a lick of hunting yeah and i'll just have to happening no just make up an entire story about so how was uh hunting in mexico nick what (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, yeah, oh yeah uh, oh yeah yeah it was uh we shot some i remember things (laughs) (laughs) what are the target species down there Dude, there's a ton of species down there. My target species, honestly, is a fulvous whistling duck. Ooh. Because I was watching on their, uh, they've got a little YouTube video they made of uh, hunting this little Mazatlan spot they go to. And they, I mean, made a fucking stack of fulvous whistling ducks. And I've only seen four in my life. I saw four of them in Panama. So uh, my target species is definitely to to touch one of those fulvous whistlers. 
I don't think I saw any fulvus, but I did see the what? What's the other tree duck? The black leg tree duck or black, something? Black 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 belly whistling black duck. Black belly whistling duck. Yeah, I saw a bunch of them down in Tampa. Those they, things just things were in, everywhere. They look cool in Tampa, huh? Yeah, I saw thousands of those in Panama, and those their population is really exploding. Here's a tidbit: Louisiana bans three thousand of them every year, and has for the last twelve years. What? Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. So where in Mexico is this? Mazatlan. Oh, okay. Mazatlan's on the west side of Mexico. Mazatlan, Sinaloa, Mexico. Yep, it's in Sin- the Sinaloa state. Beautiful Zoom scenery. in on Google Earth right now. And I've heard that we go like three hours northwest once we land. Well, I see a big lake here. Right. I'm not exactly sure. Like I said, I'm going in a little bit low information. El Elizan de la Estenzuela. Appreciate you know one thing that right. once the when the pandemic started, you heard all these guys like about how they couldn't go to Canada, right? Like last year, 2020, you could not hunt in Canada. And even 2021. It's kind of tough. Like, you needed to have a COVID plan, the vaccination, you needed to have a negative test. And even then, if you assembled all of that for a lot of guys, it wasn't really worth it. Because what if you did get COVID in Canada, you know, just at a restaurant or a grocery store or something, you know, and then you end up getting sick there. You know, people have lives they got to come back to in America. They have pills that they need to take, you know, for their blood pressure and their cholesterol, like, it, when people start to consider the risks of going to Canada and then possibly getting COVID, like a lot of people didn't go to Canada. So you saw like where South Dakota didn't sell out all their non-resident waterfowl licenses in 2019, 2020, they only had a 40% success rate on their lottery. Just an absolute explosion of people trying to hunt um, North Dakota, South Dakota, even Montana, which has like 50 square miles of prairie pothole region in the Northeast section. Like people were just trying to get up next to Canada. And I heard very little talk of going to Mexico, which in Mexico, you're not shooting brown ducks. You're shooting full plumage, gorgeous ducks. You're doing it in super nice weather. And there's no COVID restrictions. Like I'm not getting a COVID test to go to Mexico. Do you have to get one to get back in? You do because you're flying. Now, the United States has a COVID policy. If you are flying into the United States, you need to have a COVID test within 24 hours. Negative. I wonder when all that's going to go away. Probably pretty soon, dude. I sure hope so. I'm over it. Uh, did you see the... Uh, I don't know. I was kind of following it since that Omicron wave fucking hit or whatever. Yeah, dude, like, yeah, I'm just Googled it now. The cases are just crashing back down. It hit that peak, like, a few weeks ago, and now it's just crashing back down. Hopefully, everybody just got infected now. I hope, like, yeah, I wonder, because down here in Rochester, they, uh, it was just, like, last week or something, they reinstituted mask mandates for all the businesses again. It's like, what? Are we we're doing this again? Right. I was listening to some podcast about it. Like, about how ridiculous liberals are about it. Who's the most likely people to get fucking vaccinated? I know. It, it's, it's Liberals? Yeah. It's, <laughs> Liber- the, it's the most bizarre thing. Like, it really And who's is. the most scared of it? And they said, like, well, once you're vaccinated, it's literally more dangerous to drive anywhere than you getting COVID. And But 
Who's the people who are, want to restrict the most crazy regulations because of it? <laughs> it's just liberals. It's and, just... and they're like, the since they're all vaccinated, it's like they're like the least people at fucking risk. Yeah, that's the part I can't, yeah, not to turn this into a COVID rant, but that's the part that just breaks my brain the most. It's like when you get in an argument with like, you trust a vaccine, right? Yes. So you're covered, right? Yes. So you, you're not worried about the virus, correct? Why do you care then if somebody isn't vaccinated? Yeah, I've, I've trip, I'm tripled up, bro. I've been going to the, I've been going to, I've been going to the gym every day. It was fucking open, and I never got a day off of work. Never work from home. Guess how many times I got COVID? According to at my work, you know, I had a few close calls. I had to call in, <laughs> but I never, as far as I know, I never got that shit. Yeah, I don't think I did either. I mean. There's one time, I think, I swear to God, everybody has one of these stories, but I think I had it, but just because it was a really weird cold, like I'd never really, it was like nothing I'd ever had before, and I got tested, but I got tested like the second day of symptoms, and they're like, oh, you was too early, it was probably a false negative. Well, whatever. That's not my problem. Let's talk about ducks. Yeah. I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) Bottom line is... If you want to go on a vacation and you're unvaccinated, go duck hunting in Mexico. I think that's the moral Fuck of the story. Yeah. Absolutely. Or just go duck hunting in Mexico. What's the do you know the name of the lodge you're going to? Dude, we talked about this last week. Ultimate Waterfowlers Challenge oh, thing. I think, oh, yeah. What does it mean I remember the name of the lodge? I don't know the name of the lodge. No. It's just it's an adventure set up through Ultimate Waterfowlers Challenge. Gotcha. But, I know. Uh, I seen another cool uh, waterfowl story in the news this last week. There was a Canada goose that got banded by Seattle, Washington. Actually, just across the border in British Columbia is where it got banded, and it got reported in Chicago just a few days ago. Huh? It was it was banded in British Columbia in two thousand and seventeen. Five years ago, and it showed up in Chicago a few days ago. Kind of crazy. That is crazy. Makes you think, right? Because they, especially on the West Coast, when it comes to their giants, they really disregard how far those things migrate. Like, and maybe it is the case that in on the in the Pacific Flyway, giant Canada geese or westerns, like the western subspecies, they have those things going from like. Maybe southern British Columbia to maybe northern California. Like, that's how far they think these birds... Like, when you talk to guys on the West Coast about Mississippi flyway giants, and they're like, so we hear you guys have molt migrators that go 1,400 miles? Like, yes, we do. They're like, that's unbelievable. Like, they don't believe our right, shit. Yeah. But um, I look at theirs like, well, goddamn, I mean, a Western's not that much fucking different than a Maxima. You would think like they have the they definitely have the capabilities to fly as far as a as a maxima does. I think it's probably tied to like the climate. So the West Coast is much more temperate, like not as wild as swings, obviously. Yes. So they pro- like the geese themselves don't have to travel that far to find and also suitable conditions. The- Right, and there's also a lot of land barriers in that part of the world, i.e. mountains. Yeah, there's there's mountains. <laughs> there's mountains. So, like, for a goose to go from, 
Hey, British Columbia is pretty nice. Uh, let's see what it's like over in the central flyway. They would have to fly over a lot of fucking mountains. Yeah, for sure. At least all the way to like Edmonton, Alberta, before they start to hit some prairies. And that would, you know, now maybe they can start thinking about coming down a different flyway. I do think it's interesting that it ended up in a Great Lakes area, though, like Chicago. It's it's amazing how big Canada geese really center nearby these giant bodies of water, whether it's the Hudson Bay or the Great Lakes right, or, right, right. Lake, or Lake Winnipeg. or it, it, um, They really seem to be a large body of water bird, an ocean bird, really. I mean, freshwater ocean or or otherwise. Do, Those, do you think they spend a lot of time out there, like like rafting out in the middle of Lake Superior or, or Lake Michigan? I've never seen any evidence of that, but there's, I mean, I would say, like, there's an entire race, you could say, of giant Canada geese. Like, I, I say they're, they're the Great Lakes Flyway. And if you look at the GPS transmitters, like, a lot, especially the ones they put on in Chicago, they put a bunch of GPS transmitters in Chicago, and they will go to the Arctic. And if you follow their tracks north, just zoom out on Google Earth and fly straight north across across the Great Lakes, and then every enormous lake you see, that's where they stopped. They would stop at this enormous lake. Then they'd oh, fly wow. a few hundred miles and stop at another enormous lake. Then they'd fly a few hundred miles and stop at another enormous lake. And then they'd hit the Hudson Bay, and they'd fly clear across the Hudson Bay for 400 miles and get to the northern side of it up in the Arctic. And Hudson Bay is huge. I mean, right. I'm surprised they don't call that an inland sea, to be honest. Like, I'm looking at it right now. I'll Google it. It is massive. And there's a fuckload of geese. There's a great YouTube video called um, Helicopter Hunting Geese. And I guess there's a goose lodge up in, uh, I think it's, is it in Churchill, maybe? But they, they hunt those uh, Hudson Bay birds, and it's pretty damn cool. Like, there's just infinity amount of grass that you can that these birds grasses and sedges that they go feed on all day every day so they helicopter in to where there's like just a bunch of geese around and no polar bears and like (laughs) does that place even exist (laughs) (laughs) check it out man helicopter hunting geese It's, it's on youtube there's a there's a lodge way up north on the hudson bay looks really cool they're not Hunting geese from helicopters, as the name kind of, right. I feel like, implies that they're shooting geese out of helicopters. They are using a helicopter to get from the lodge to, to basically to scout, like, oh, where are we going to set up? Like, we should set up there. And they drop the helicopter in. They make a little stick blind. They throw out, like, two dozen socks. And the guy, if I remember right, there's a guy in that video that's actually a pretty solid goose caller. Hmm. Man, I... Do you think you can get lost up here? I mean, like, literally and figuratively, just on the map. I'm looking, now I'm in Nunavut. It's just water everywhere. Like, it's Dude. just, like, a giant swamp. Imagine being, like, one of those dudes 200 years ago, like, all right, we're going to go explore up there. No. I'd be like, dude, I can't get anywhere. There's no land. It's just all water. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, all right, cool. I'm in this swamp. It's been six months. I've made it a half mile. <laughs> and these I've, giant white I've, bears keep trying to eat us 
<laughs> yeah, I've been canoeing nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. But that the hogger hunting is great. Read... Yeah. Speaking of which, I have got to go. Uh, I've got to go pack. I don't even. I don't even want to cut you loose. I don't want you to go pack and go on an amazing Mexican vacation without me. That's just rude. I'll take lots of pictures. <laughs> well, we'll have a lot to recap next week for sure. Yeah, dude, definitely. Uh, it'll be a fun episode next week uh, talking about shooting ducks in Mexico. Yeah, that's going to be... I, I will be waiting with bated breath for your Snapchats. And uh, who do we have for uh, fake sponsors this week? Well, we got our our uh, real sponsors. Uh, Goose the Tech. Goose Tech app. Yeah. Pacific and, uh, Calls. The Signature Series. Nick J. Signature Series call from uh pacific calls uh my it's sponsors. my favorite oh, well, it's my sponsors. favorite goose call with cliff my bar on. for sure <laughs> and uh did you go with off bug spray or i went with repel repel all right all right mm-hmm. or um do you ever use the thermocells no but i've heard they were I, everybody who's ever said anything to me likes them yeah they do work they actually do work so if you're the kind of person that doesn't like the sticky spray on your skin Go for it. So and and brought you by Thermosel. (laughs) 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 Just kind of competing sponsors. Thermosel and Repel. Alright, dude, we'll we'll chat next week. Have a good one. Alright, sounds good. Be safe. Bye. Bye. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.